I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. A clear sky tonight, the low dropping down to 22. The Sierra Club, Illinois Chapter, and other environmental groups are pressuring state and federal regulatory agencies to increase their monitoring of chemical plants in the wake of a major toxic release in LaSalle. The Sierra Club's Hanley Floth sees eerie similarities between the LaSalle disaster and a recent incident in East Palestine, Ohio, where 20 derailed tanker cars burned and spread vinyl chloride and other toxins across the area. She says what happened in Illinois and Ohio are not isolated events, and both communities face long-term dangers from the toxic substances. These types of facilities are more frequently located in black and brown communities, lower income communities that are already overburdened. Oftentimes, these types of plants are in locations that are already struggling because of other environmental issues and pollution. Floth adds the Sierra Club and other environmental groups are working with the EPA and other agencies to develop proactive plans to protect communities before and during chemical leaks. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker proposed a $20 million investment to help open independent grocery stores in food deserts across the state. That came at the State of the, Ad- state of the State address earlier this week. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports that's welcome news for Metro East lawmakers. Called the Illinois Grocery Initiative, the governor's proposal would assist towns and independent grocers to open or expand in underserved areas that could be rural or urban. While Representative Katie Stewart's district doesn't have a food desert, the Edwardsville Democrat says she supports the proposal because of the underlying problem. One large place, like you talked about, comes in, sets up shop in a rural area, and then for whatever reason they stop getting the tax incentive or it's not quite profitable enough or whatever, they have run everyone else out of town and then they pick up stakes and they leave. And then Stewart says there's nothing left in the area. The proposal, which seems to have wide support in the Metro East, also includes an additional $2 million to help grocers purchase local food from Illinois farmers. I'm Will Bauer. Governor J.B. Pritzker this week announced his plans to increase funding for early childhood development, including $5 million for home visiting programs. The programs serve eligible families with kids ages 5 and under through regular in-home visits by a trained professional. Advocates say home visits support family health and increase school readiness. Shamarian Hilliard is with Family Focus. She told WBEZ's Reset she hopes part of the state's $5 million investment is used to support service providers. It has uh, become very competitive uh, mm-hmm. with other organizations in regards to uh, staff. Uh, pay is also a big issue in regards to um, making sure that we keep you know, home visitors. As of now, there are no specific details on how the funds will be spent. An estimated three out of four children will likely lose their Medicaid chip coverage due to administrative obstacles and red tape when states begin checking eligibility after the federal government's pandemic-era emergency coverage protection ends on April 1st. Joan Alker with Georgetown University's Center for Children and Families says federal research indicates 72 percent of the kids who lose their Medicaid coverage will still be eligible but adds black and Latino families are at greater risk of losing theirs. Language issues may be a barrier when you have families who are perhaps mixed status immigrant families who have some fear about engaging with the government. Families who live in rural areas who don't have good internet connectivity. There are lots of reasons families are going to be at greater risk. Nearly 70 percent of black children and 60 percent of Latino children nationwide are now receiving public coverage 
according to data from the National Health Interview Survey. I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News.